The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. It has been a significant year in entertainment. Big movies. I mean, Oppenheimer, Barbie, to name but a few. Uh, TV, likewise, The Bear and Succession. And, of course, big year in music. Sad year in music with the loss of Chrissy Dignam and Sinead O'Connor and Shane McGowan. So we thought we should look back at the year in entertainment that was. No better man to do that than Brian Lloyd, movies editor at entertainment.ie. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Anton. Good. In the movies, mm-hmm. I have seen, I think, none of the wow. new releases. It was a busy year. Right. And I am tempted to to cure that as we come into 2024. Mm. And the one that is most appealing to me at first glance is Oppenheimer. Is it worth seeing? It absolutely is worth seeing. And I would argue as well it's worth seeing it in the cinema. I think if you go watch it at home, I mean, definitely see it. Absolutely see it. But it is worth seeing in a cinema because, for one, it was made for IMAX 70mm. It is meant to be seen on a big screen. The director, Christopher Nolan, he is known for being a kind of a modern David Lean. You know, that sort of way. Like, he really does take up the entire screen. Also, as well, the soundtrack and the special effects and all that is well worth seeing it on a big screen. I think the IFI may possibly be showing it again in the new year. So... Definitely check that out. Now, the one I have been avoiding, and I don't know why it is, it was a bit like when The Sopranos came out first. Everybody tell me yeah. I should say it. I was like, no, I just it's too much now. Barbie. Yeah. I just, too many people have told me it's good. It is good. It's very, very it. good. I mean, look, it's it's number three on my top ten of the year. That'll that It's that high. It is that high. Where and did Oppenheimer come on your top ten? Two. Wow. Yeah. It's that It was neck and neck for the two of them. It really, really was. And the reason why I would say Barbie is so great and why I loved it so much was because it is made out of whole cloth in the sense of, we think of Barbie. What do we think of? Vacuous. We think of blonde. We think of completely disposable in every single way. Plastic and has no kind of artistic merit in every kind of way. And what Greta Gerwig and Noam Baumbach and Margot Robbie have managed to do is to actually take this plastic uh, disposable toy and turn it into this really, really engaging and intelligent examination of the feminine viewpoint in the world today and the idea of like women are expected to do, oh yeah, I know, you're looking at me like I've got 10 heads. Anton, I am not kidding. I am not kidding. In 20 years' time, you're going to see dissertations written about Bag away. I am not. I am not kidding. The final 10 minutes of it are some of the most transcendental moments I've seen in cinema. Barbie is transcendent. Yes. Really? The, fi- the final 10 minutes of it. I'm getting... I'm telling you, don't look at me. Go watch it. Don't lie to me. I will go to this, or at least I will watch it on TV based on your recommendation. Am, don't leave me down the garden path. I, I am... I, no, I will say, it's very funny as well. It's very, very funny, but I really do mean it. If you have a woman in your life, if you have a daughter in your life, this film is worth seeing. Okay, so that's Oppenheimer number two, Barbie number three. Mm-hmm. That that begs a logical question. Well, it's number one. The film is called Past Lives. It's about uh, this uh, South Korean woman who uh, emigrated from there when she was a young child, but had uh, this very close personal bond uh, with a friend of hers kind of a bit of a romantic thing obviously they were kids or whatever over through the course of about 20 years she reconnects with him then it catches up to modern day she's married now to an American man this man the South Korean man comes back into her life and it's really I guess a film about that kind of thing of like when you're in your kind of late 30s early 40s like enough of your life has happened that if you were to kind of push the reset button and start all over again with somebody else you can do that but you are blowing up a lot of your life and it's that idea of I guess you know I mean are we meant to be with the people that we are meant to be with are we actually no 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 look no 
I, I know I know you're kind of rolling your eyes and you're thinking this is going to be really dull and boring. That's exactly what I'm thinking. No, it's really not. It is beautifully shot. The music is incredible. The There are some lines in this Anton that I, I swear to God, I'm going to be thinking about for the rest of my life. Please go see this. Really? And, and, yeah. And in fact, I'll tell you as well, the PR, the PR for the film told me this. It had the highest uh, cinema attendance in Ireland. Or sorry, the, the, it, Ireland had the highest cinema attendance in all of Europe. This film really, really did connect with Irish audience. Now, I think the reason for that is because obviously it's an immigrant story, but also as well, it kind of does kind of connect. I think Ireland and South Korea have more in common culturally than we realise. They're quite reserved people as well. They certainly have sort of, uh, I guess, uh, traditional kind of family structures in it as well. But this is an incredible film. I swear to God. Okay. I'll try it. Okay. Give so it now, Barbie and Past Lives. That's strong a recommendation. Okay. And, and Oppenheimer as well. Oppenheimer is great. Killing Murphy's going to win an Oscar for that. Am I right in my assumption, um, a sort of a derivative assumption from The Irishman, that Killers of the Flower of whatever, the Scorsese, the new yeah. one, stunk up the room? No. What? That stunk up the, sense, the room? That was the sense that I got. I got the sense of, no, I have no interest in this. Every review that I said that was it said it was two and a half hours too long and The Irishman was terrible. So I, now I, I wished in both cases this was not the case. Sure. But my, my judgment has been based on nothing other Did than... Did you read random. the book actually, incidentally? Not a bit. You don't read it? Okay, well, fair enough. So, uh, Killers of the Flyer Moon. Yes, it's long. All of Scorsese's films of late have been very, very long. The this Departed is, was long, but it yeah. was good. But it was good. What it would say about Killers of the Flower Moon is that, yes, it is long. Now, you were talking about you don't want to watch a miserable film. You don't want to watch a film that's heavy going. Killers of the Flower Moon is very heavy going. Yeah, I mean, it's basically, it is a microcosm of the genocide that was inflicted on Native American people by Americans. That's really what this film is about. Oh. It's about... Um, this uh, group of Native Americans that are essentially their land is found on very, very valuable oil. Lily Gladstone is this young uh, Native American woman who falls in love with Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Leonardo DiCaprio's character is basically this kind of like a... A bit of a, a bit of a wide boy, you know what I mean, like a bit of a shyster, and he's basically you're never really sure does he actually love Lily Gladstone's character or is he with her just for the money, and then it turns out that there's this decades long conspiracy where the white people in this t- this part of America have been murdering Native Americans and marrying into their family to get their oil leases. Yeah, it's very complex, very very dark, um, not cheery stuff if you're looking for cheery stuff over Christmas. But personally myself, I think it's very very worth the watch. On your top ten, where does it come? It is number four. So your top four so far have been Past Lives, Oppenheimer, Barbie, mm. and then Killers of the Flower Moon. Round us out with the top five then. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Get and out. I, I'm deadly serious. I am deadly serious. This film, right, did you see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? No, I didn't. You didn't. You have kids though, don't you? I don't watch Spider-Man Into the spider I've given up entirely on Marvel because the entire thing. Yeah, forget, Scorsese. Yeah, forget, yeah, you know, Silly. Yeah, forget me. Yeah, no, 100%. Forget Marvel. Yeah, I'm not, Likewise, I'm not. Teenage Mutant Hero, I think, because yeah, we're yeah, in well, Ireland. Because, yeah, correct. Yeah, uh, yeah. Turtles was silly even when it was in its first it iteration. It was. It was absolutely silly. And I, I agree. I completely agree. But what Mutant Mayhem did so well... And this is why I loved it. First of all, it leaned into the teenage part. It actual it cast actual teenagers in the voice roles. It didn't just go out and get very famous teenagers to do it. It got actual teenagers. Because that was the issue with the realism. That was the issue with the realism, Anton, actually. Then as well, the... Were they method? They were method. Yeah, it was. It was very fun. The soundtrack is incredible as well. Tons of 90s hip-hop. You have like Blackstreet. You have Ice Cube is in there as well. Okay, now you're starting to win me over. Yeah, no, I mean, this is a great... 
great animated movie. I had so much fun with this. Now, I will freely admit, I went in there with rock-bottom expectations, was expecting to hate it, came out of it singing its praises. I absolutely love this. Give this a watch. The only other one on movies, because I want to talk to you about TV, that I want your view on, because this one I did see. Okay. John Wick 4. Yeah. I think it has jumped several sharks. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, you have to remember, the first one was really a study in simplicity, because it was literally Keanu Reeves, his dog dies, and he goes in and kills Crazy Rampage. Just perfect minimalist kind of thing. Whereas uh, John Wick Chapter 4 is, as you say, jumping several sharks, then going right out into the middle of the ocean. Um, And that's kind of the point. It's about maximalism. When you actually see this movie, the first kind of uh, opening sequence, if you like, uh, the, the, the famous hotel, the Continental, is literally blown up from far away in this big, massive sky it's rise. very silly. It's very, very silly, but very well done. You have to admit, like, the skill and the craft that's on display there. You've got Hiroyuki Sanada, you've Donnie Yen, Scott Adkins. You have these titans of action cinema in there with Keanu Reeves. It's in... Oh, come on. It was just too cartoony. I mean, because I, John Wick is cartoony to begin with, yes. but it was just... Oh, it was a bit it was straining it a bit. I mean, I will say, look... I, out of the four, I will say it's the weakest, but it's still very, very strong. Your top five, in case anybody is planning uh, over the coming week, Past Lives, Oppenheimer and Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, and then Teenage, I can't believe I'm saying it, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Now, you have a TV list, likewise, where mm-hmm. you have a top five. Uh, I have seen very few of them, but I, I want to tell you that you're wrong, because oh. y- you have succession number two. That is clearly an error. Should be number one. Okay, have you seen the bear? No, I haven't seen any. Of well, those. there you go. Then how can, no, you, how, I, how, can, I, how can you sit there? How can you sit there and tell me? Because Succession is amazing. It was amazing. It was yeah. incredible. It was a tra- again a fantastic, transcendental piece of television. Brian Cox's performance is something that is going to be studied for years to come. Jeremy Strong as well. That final sequence when he walks out and looks at the. I mean, come on. But the bear. No, Anton. No, 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 no. no. B- please trust me. Have you seen the first season? No. I have seen Succession and it's amazing and it should be number one. I'm telling you now, please go watch The Bear. You will not... Is this a chef? Yes. No, but it's so much more than that. It is so much more than that. It is about the idea of artistic uh, freedom versus, uh, you know, commercial constraint. It's about gentrification. It is about anxiety. It is about masculinity. It is about so many things. I, I really do mean this. The Bear is the best TV show I have seen two years running. That's how good it is. In fact, last year, The Bear was the best thing I had seen, TV or movie. In both fields, the bear was. The and first is it not of the farming land that is now denuded of all nutrients because we are neck deep in chefy stuff? No. We've had chefy movies. No. We're Gordon Ramsay coming no, out. Or... No, 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 not at all. And I mean, this is the thing: the food is almost kind of like secondary in this thing. It's. I mean, look, it could be set in like a stock uh, exchange. It could be set in a radio station. It could be set anywhere. It's about the characters. It is about the interconnection between them. It is about the stress that they feel. It is about their hopes and dreams. The performances in this, Jeremy Allen White, Ivan Moss Barak, Ayo uh, Edebiri. Anton, I'm telling you, get out of here right now and go watch it. You will know this. There was a movie, a chef movie. Boiling sh- Point. Was that what it was? The yeah. one that was shot in almost one continuous. Yeah, Stephen Graham, yeah. That was very good. And if you like that, you'll love this. Because I would feel that Boiling Point is a poor man's the bear. No. Yes. Was that, that good? 
That good. Okay, so your first two, the bear and succession, should be in the other order, but I'll accept it. Then you have to round out the top five. So your list goes the bear, succession, the last of us, poker face, and beef. Yeah. Those three, not only have I not seen, haven't even heard of. Okay, I'll, I'm going to point to Poker Face. As a fellow Colombophile, I feel like you should be watching Poker Face. It is essentially Colombo for the modern age. Uh, Natasha Leone, who you'll remember from Orange is the New Black, she's the one with the red hair and the very American, or sorry, the very New York voice. She's basically playing Peter Falk in this. So what's going on is, is that she is this cocktail waitress in a casino, but she has this special ability that she can recognize when people are lying straight away. Um, she witnesses a horrible crime, then has to go on the run and each episode she's in a new part of America where she has to basically use her skill to solve a murder. It's a case of the week kind of thing. It is charming. It is brilliant. It evokes that great uh, TV show that we both love, Columbo. Her performance is very, very reminiscent of Peter Falk. That really sort of like padding his pocket and kind yeah. of, you know, one more thing. just one more thing and all the rest of it. It's incredible. Great, great episodes in it. Brilliant. And you can pick it up and put it down, you know, that sort of way. You don't have to... It's not serialized in any way, shape or form. You can watch one episode, go away, come back, watch another episode. It's great. So your top five then, The Bear Succession, Last of Us, Poker Face and Beef. We shouldn't uh, wrap up a discussion about entertainment without... It's a slightly sad note, but it it has been an extraordinary year in terms of the loss to the Irish um, music. I was going to say industry, but uh, to Irish music. Mm. We saw Chrissy Dignan from Aslan earlier on in the year then Sinead O'Connor, and then Shane McGowan. I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? Because obviously we know like Shane McGowan and Christy Dignan had been in ill health for quite a while, and I think it's really, you know, it's a burden, but in a weird kind of way, it felt sort of, I guess, inevitable in a way, you know? But Sinead O'Connor, I mean, I was thinking about it on the way here. I mean, there's something about Sinead O'Connor. I feel like she is a reminder of how we as a nation have failed our daughters repeatedly. And... Her passing, I think, is just a reminder. It's, I, I think of her and I think of Vicky Phelan in that these are women that were let down by Ireland again and again and again. Well, somebody made an interesting point about the same thing with um, Shane McGowan. Uh, Tom Dunn, yeah. on my programme a couple of weeks ago, was talking about it and he said that if you look at Shane when they sent him out to tour early on when he had literally come out of a psychiatric institution, yeah. that had arms been better wrapped around him by the industry, yeah. a bit like Sinead, things might yeah. have been different. Anyway, something of a sad note. Let's go back to the happy note. Mm. TV list, The Bear Succession, The Last of Us, Poker Face and Beef and then if you want the top five for movies, Past Lives, Oppenheimer, Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> you know, I put that in there just to get you to say that. Why is it mutant and not hero? Um, it was because apparently there was some the TV censors had a problem with ninja. They thought it was demonic or something like that. So and they've they moved changed, on. They had to change it to hero. But yeah, everyone's kind of grown up now. The church doesn't have as much pull anymore. Finally, we get to be Hooray! ninjas. Brian Lloyd, movies editor at entertainment.ie. Thank you so much. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday. With Nifty Business. Saturday morning at 9. On News Talk.